Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Covone, with 20 years experience on my back climbing the corporate ladder. And I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom to help you achieve success both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. Hello, hello, good morning, and welcome to episode number two of um, this podcast. Uh, Today I'm very excited because the subject we're going to be talking about is something really close to my heart and something that I've been working myself on and I've coached other people on with amazing results. Uh, So I really, really can't wait uh, for you to get going on, on this. So... Last week, we started talking about motivation and how um, you can become more motivated at work and what the company can do to help you get more motivated. The statistics says that at least half of the working force is not happy at work. They're not engaged, they're not as motivated, and therefore that really results in, in a poor performance versus if they were motivated. So there's huge statistics that proves that motivation is highly correlated with productivity and with results, uh, with, with profits, um, but also really with our own happiness. So last week we talked about what the company can do and what are the psychological needs that are required for you to be happy. This week instead, we're gonna be talking about what you can do yourself to make yourself happy at work. Um, and I feel this is so much empowering because we don't need to any, anything to happen outside us. We can really focus on ourselves. So, so you will need some uh, paper and pen. Um, and I'm going to also um, create a worksheet. So you can download this worksheet. Uh, if you go to the, uh, to the website, I'm going to copy the link in the show notes. Um, so you can go there. You can post this recording go there, download the workbook uh, so that you can fill it in as we go along. Right, so let's get into it. You're going to be, at the end of this recording, you will be um, knowing and have started practicing how to teach yourself how to be passionate. Let's get started. So I see and hear a lot of people making statements like, I lost my passion. I don't know what my passion is. Uh, I want to find my passion. And, and these the statements kind of make, give you the impression that passion is something that happens outside yourself, that something that happens in the world is something that is effortless for yourself and that you are expecting something to happen outside yourself for you to be able to, be, to feel passion. And what I'm going to be forcing you to do is instead focus on yourself and understand how you can create your own passion um, and how do we make sure that that when you are down that you're looking to yourself and correct that statements that behavior that feeling into something that is serving you so this is really part of of this model that i've been applying to myself and every time i have um, an emotion that makes me feel stuck I write it down, I journal about it a lot, and, and I try to go back to the, to the root cause of that being stuck. Being stuck is a result, so what is, you know, what is the feeling that makes me feel stuck in, into, this, you know, into that situation? And, and understand really trying to ex- give it words, um, 
describe it with adjectives, with nouns, really trying to take a distance from it and, and understand what this feeling is about. And then I, I do an extra effort, which is about understanding what are the thoughts that are provoking me to feel that way. And also, again, really try to take the time to think about what my thoughts are, write them down, and then it's like you're putting them in the, in, the, in the palm of your hand and you can look at them and you can see, okay, is that true? Is that thought true? Um, why do I believe that? And what if the opposite were true? And, and I think it's a relationship with you and yourself to understand, okay, do I want to keep believing this thought? Is it serving me? Or, or can I can I look at it from I can look at the same same situation same circumstance from a different perspective and have definitely a different thought that then is going to provoke a different feeling which can provoke a different actions and it's going to result in a different result. So this is really something that I'm very keen on and I know I went through it very quickly. So I'm going to do another episode just about this this model that I'm using that is not mine but it's uh, um, it's something that really resonates with me and is based on several of my teachers um, that have helped me get that clarity about mastering my brain. But today we're going to be talking about happiness and motivation and engagement. And so we started from, from this principle of describing how you see um, that happiness and, and, and motivation and engagement is actually the responsibility of your employer. It's, it's, you, know, you believe that it is um, your employer's job to make you happy. And I'm going to challenge that and I know it's going to be um, tricky to hear and to, to digest but you need to believe that it actually it is your job to be happy in your job. It's not your job's job and and I feel that the, the counter um, proof of that is that when you see two people doing the, exactly the same job and one person is miserable and the other one is really happy so that really gives you the proof that it's not the job's responsibility, that it's not, it's not the job per se that is going to generate you to be happy or not. It is really your thoughts about it. This is really how you feel about it, how you perceive your job that is going to impact how you're going to be motivated. And I, I noticed that with myself a lot. I sometimes really felt very frustrated and, and, I, and I saw these other people really motivated around me and I'm, when I was like, how, how is that possible? Why are they so excited? Um, and I didn't believe in it. And of course, it has to do with your values, with your purpose, it needs to fit, you need to belong. You know, there's a lot of other elements of, but it's, it's still all bottom line related to your thoughts and your beliefs and how you feel about things, how you're going to be perceiving a job or not. So this is really empowering for me because ultimately, if you find yourself a day or a month or a, or, a, or a year in which you are not excited about going to work, you can work with yourself and change that, change that pattern. And this is really important for me because you might, you might feel the need and the urge to run away from your job and find something else. But the reality is that if you don't fix your thoughts and your beliefs, you're going to find yourself in the same problem in the next job, you know, and 
when once once the excitement of first few months is over you're going to be finding yourself in the same place so if you don't work on yourself and really invest into into the mindset shift of feeling empowered to be happy no matter where you are no matter what job you're doing fix that then you can decide do i still want to change my job do i still feel that the value systems or the surrounding in this company doesn't fit me and therefore i want to look for something else absolutely at that point go ahead and do that but don't rush into that don't really uh, believe that you're going to be finding more passion in the next job if you're really miserable where you are today you first really need to work on yourself so the first thing i'd like you to do is really start thinking about the word passion and understand what that means to you personally and I like to do this exercise um, and that's where you need pen and paper and I'm gonna have and I'm ha- I have a, a worksheet for you to download so you can fill it in as we go along I'll, you'll find the link in the show notes so if you want to pause and go to my website download that worksheet um, so that then you can follow along and doing the exercise as we go so this first exercise is really about defining what passion is for you and to do that I want you to think of a moment in which you're really you know moment in the past recent past hopefully uh, where you were really excited and really the time flew by and you really felt passionate and excited and you were not worried at all about yourself you were not self-conscious about yourself in a way that was limiting you but you were really into into the flow things were really going smooth and it can be something at work but it can also just be something in your free time you know whatever it is where you really felt oh god this is so exciting so when you have that moment in your head it really needs to be a specific time in your mind so that you can you know you can really analyze that don't be generic so really think of a specific time a specific moment of the day specific occasions occasion uh where that where that ha- you had that feeling and i want you to close your eyes and remember how it felt how did it feel where did you feel it in your body was it in the middle of your chest was it in your belly was it in your shoulders was it in your head was it in your on your face was a temperature in your body you know how did it feel really try to describe that and write it down as much as you can take your time for this exercise i would say pause this recording and take at least 30 minutes to really relive that experience relive that moment in your head because this is going to be so important it's so important that you can put the finger on what passion means to you and you know if it helps you can you can take even more times and really think of more than one occasion in which you felt passionate maybe very complimentary you know very different one privately one professionally one you know with with your kids one with your partner whatever but really make sure that you are living that emotion living that uh, that's that moment that passion um, in your mind so 
The thing is that I mentioned that I started introducing to you earlier is that the feelings, your feelings are the results of your thoughts. And, and this is kind of confusing, can be confusing for you because sometimes we feel passion being an effort act, an effort vibration that happens in our body. So we think we don't have control over it. And this is really where it becomes tricky because we have, you know, I'm going to keep it very simple, but we have two major part of our brain, which is the prefrontal, prefrontal cortex. And then we have the primary brain and the primary brain is more what we share with a lot of other animals is what keep us safe and alive. And the prefrontal cortex is what distinguishes us humans from most of the species, I would say 99% of the other animals don't have the prefrontal cortex. And that's really where um, is the language uh, ability, language capacity and analysis capacity sits in the prefrontal cortex. And, and the prefrontal cortex takes a huge amount of calories and, and therefore it's, it tends to save it as much as possible. So you don't all the time uh, access, besides of course when you speak, then you access the prefrontal cortex because that's the only part of the brain can do that. Um, but otherwise, most things that we do, you know, when we walk, when we, when we jump, when we laugh, when we move our body, we don't need to think about it because that's really the primary brain that takes care of it. It's an automatic behavior that is, um, you know, is, is part of, of what, what the brain learned to do a long time ago and therefore it doesn't need any, any calorie, any extra calorie to think about, oh my God, how do I, I need to hold this glass, how do I do that? There's no brain um, um, power required to do that. You just let your primary brain do that. So, and that's really what happens in all the things that, that, that happen to us. All our thoughts, all our feelings are the result of um, things that have happened in our past and, and the brain learned to react to certain things, to certain thoughts, spontaneously, automatically, um, with certain feelings that then provoke certain action and that then provoke certain results. So, so the fact that it's effortless doesn't mean that it's not you controlling it, it's, not, it's just that it's another part of your brain that is not um, so mindful and in the moment that, that does that. So, so if we want to be passionate in our job, we need to get back to that space and create an effortless passion for the things that today you're not feeling passionate about. And the effortless um, is really about practicing. So, so we will need, what we're gonna do now in the next exercise is really we're gonna need to look at what are the thoughts about your job today and how do we, you know, how do we change that to, um, to something that, is, that, is, that is serves you. So if we want to have effortless passion about something where we don't feel passionate today about, we need to get back to that space and, and practice continuously to make um, something become effortless so that the brain takes over it, so that a thought, a thought practice needs to be automatically and spontaneously and we need to believe in it so that the brain, the lower brain can take it and, and just continue practicing so that it becomes an effortless passion for you, where today you don't have passion. So the model has three pieces to it. The first one, we need to create it. How do we create this, um, 
this this passion uh, for for the something where you today don't feel passionate we need to understand it intellectually we need to validate it does it make sense do you can you believe in it and then the third part part is the the most important one of course it's the practice 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 so so we have to practice it enough. The reason why I'm saying the practice is so important is that we have to practice it enough so that we, need, we don't need to put any effort towards it. Um, so the model is to create it, test it and validate it until you know how it works and repeat, repeat, repeat. So how do we create it? So here is again another exercise. So, so go back to your worksheet and and do a download about all the thoughts that you have about your job today. You know, specifically the parts that you don't, you know, that makes you feel, oh my God, I hate it. I don't want to think about it. And this is really important because we sometimes have the tendency to push away negative thoughts. And by pushing them away, we are not dealing with them. We're not pushing, we're not, no, they don't disappear. They just stay there and actually they become even bigger because they become subconscious. So the, the, it's really, really important that we lean into negative thoughts and understand them. At least when we're doing this exercise, you don't need to have, you know, to surround yourself with negative thoughts uh, on, on the continuous space. But now that we're trying to, to create new thought patterns on becoming effortless passionate about what you today feel that is not associated with passion it's really important that we do a thought download around specifically the negative thoughts so just take the time put a timer for five minutes and just write down all your all the statements all the things you're thinking about um, about your job particularly focusing on the things that that you don't like about it it's really important that you don't judge yourself in this process. This is really just for you. Nobody's going to look at it. Don't lift the pen and just let, let, it, let the flows, let the thought flow so that you really can get them out and, and look at them. Don't edit. There is no need to be uh, you know, fantastic language or, or correct in spelling. It, it doesn't matter. Um, as I said, it's really just for you. And it needs to take at least five minutes because the first thoughts is just the top of mind. You really need to dig into the stuff that you also have pushed away maybe in the past. So this is five minutes exercise. And, and I really think you should pause and, and get back to this record after you have done this exercise. Or you can do it afterwards. But I really, I really believe in never leave... Um, a decision scene without an action. So I'd rather you stop the tape, stop the recording and start doing this exercise and then reactivate, um, resume it so that we can continue the second part together. So hopefully you've done this exercise. And now what you need to do is that for, ev for every thought, so you, when you look at these thought, thought download, you will not be surprised why you're not feeling very passionate, why you're not feeling very excited about your job. Because all those thoughts are the ones that are creating your feeling towards your job today, which, as I understand, this is why we're here, are probably not um, that positive. So now... For every statement, you, I'd like you to go through it and really start challenging it. And 
And so my teachers really uh, opened the eyes to me to things that we think are statements versus things that are the way we process. Most of the things we say are already processed thoughts. So they're not circumstance, they're not objective things um, that if two people exactly looked at the same thing would describe it in exactly the same words. Yes, a door is yellow, even that where you could say that it's, it's subjective because colors are um, made up from our minds and from our education um, but you know butterflies flying that is a statement the way you feel about the butterfly flying you know is it flying lightly that is already a description of how you perceive that circumstance so you're already making it subjective and and and, and phrasing it the way that resonates with you with your thought thought process so when you when you look at all those statements First, I'd like you to differentiate if something is a circumstance or something that is really objective, um, that anybody could say exactly the same thing about that, versus what is a thought, but also what, a, what, what is a feeling. Yeah? So I hate it is a feeling yeah? uh, versus um, like I'm so busy is a feeling. Um, I work way too much, that's a thought. So really go through each one of these of the statements that you wrote down and for each one of them you I want you to start thinking about first of all if it's true and and the second thing is is it something that you want to hold on to or is it something that you can let go of and that's really what I find fascinating was I was talking in the beginning about really when you start writing them down, it's like you're holding your thoughts on the palm of your hand and you can look at them and you can decide what you want to do with those thoughts. And, and of course, some thoughts you can't just erase. You know, they're so embedded in your thinking, they're so grounded that you can't just erase them. So, so you will need to do more work towards... Um, adding um, ancillary thoughts around that, that same subject that are more positive and that can serve you. Because the fact is that if those thoughts are provoking you that negative emotion, that you know, you're stuck. Those don't serve you. And that's why I, I encourage you to look at those statements and, and think, what do I do with this? Is that true? Um, or is it me interpreting it? I've, I was doing this exercise with, another, with other things and, and it's really fascinating how you can take the distance and feel like, well, actually, actually that's my way of interpreting. I'm already three steps ahead. I'm already giving, making everything up in my head, but the reality is that the objective reality isn't that. It isn't true. This is how I want and decided to interpret the situation, but it's not objectively the way it is. And this is where you start going into and leaning into an open mind and watch your thoughts every time that thought comes back to your mind to challenge it. Why do I think about it? Why, why do I think that? And what if the opposite were true? And it, it, this is really the, ex, the, the exciting exercise. Um, and so what you would need to do is really going through all those thoughts and see what can you change it into. And 
And sometimes you can't jump from a very negative thought into a positive thought. And that's what is called like the ladder of thoughts. So the first step will have to be something that is more neutral. So if you have um, really negative feeling about it, you can't just pretend that, that everything is positive because ultimately this exercise is really about you believing in your new thoughts. So every, every, so if you, it's, it's pointless to write something down that is really positive and really exciting and you don't believe in it. Yeah, you, don't, you cannot associate anything of the current job into that. So instead, we need you to focus on the things that make you feel happy and passionate about the same topic. And, and this is really a fascinating exercise because now you, I need to force you to think, to do again the similar, similar exercise as we did before. So take five minutes and write down all the positive things that, are, that you have around, around your job. And that could be interesting colleagues. It could be interesting accomplishments that you've done, that you had in the past. It could be um, moments that you experienced with your colleagues or, or with your team or whatever, whoever, um, that are specifically to that, to, that, uh, to that job. And the interesting thing is that your brain will push back because now your head is around, I hate this job. And so your brain is substantiating that thought with all the, all the other thoughts that are around it that confirm, you know, the, the typical confirmation bias that confirm your feeling of, I hate it. And so, so, so your brain is going to push back and, and tell you, you know, why are we thinking positive about this job? We were already in agreement that we hate it, we're frustrated, so why are we wasting our time? Why are you asking me to make so much, such an effort and spend a lot of energy in, sim in thinking something that doesn't come to me natural today? So this is why... Um, it, is, it is so counterintuitive and this is why it's so much effort today to think positively about your job because your brain decided uh, that the highway of thought process feeling um, around your job is, is on a negative neurological path and you're trying now to make it change routes and, and go into a Tuscanian um, little uh, complicated and narrow and up and down road. So, so your brain is really pushing back. So just watch out that your brain is not gonna um, push you, bring you back to the, to the known patterns and the known path and really take the time um, to lean into the uncomfort of thinking positively and write down all the, all the things, all the statements that actually make you feel positive about your job. And this is really where I think it's interesting, the exercise, as for each statement that after you've done this exercise and you have all the statements that are supposed to be creating passion, what you need to do is then you need to read each one of them and read it out loud and just pause for, pause for a second, for, sorry, pause for a second and, and feel how you feel about it. Now, you remember at the beginning of this tape, of this recording, um, that I ask you to describe what passion means to you and where you feel it in your body and really how you're feeling about it. So every time now you're reading these sentences, I need you to validate if that sentence is capable of provoking that same emotion. And depending 
how negative you are today, how deep-rooted that neurological path is in your brain, it might take more effort. You, we might need to go through the ladder. So you might need to first go into the, I feel neutral, I don't feel passionate, I feel just neutral about it, which is better than feeling negative. It's already a step forward. But the point is that ultimately the goal is to have statements here that, that when you say them loud, you really feel that energy, that passion that we described before. So, so and this is why what I need you to do is for the next seven days, I'd like you to write, continue writing down those positive thoughts because this is really where the practice and repetition come into play is that if you just do this exercise one and then you walk away and continue doing the things as you have always done, that neurological path has not been created. So that is not something natural. You're going to go back to your negative thoughts about your job. And so in order for the new neurological path to be created and to become automatic, to become effortless passion, you need to intentionally and systematically do it. So writing down, when you do the thought download, you can do the negative thought download first, if it's still that's top of mind, and immediately then do the positive thought download. Write down the things you want to experience, you want to feel about your job. Because the fact is that, as I said, your thoughts provoke your feeling, which are going to be driving your action, which are going to be driving your results. So if the results you want to have is, I want to feel happy and motivated and engaged every morning I get up and I have to go to work, then if your neurological path is set to, I love my job, you will find opportunities to love your job. You will find actions that will result into, 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 into the results that we're after, which is being passionate and loving your job and being getting up in the morning and, and don't even think about it, but really feel engaged to, to do the things you want to do. So this is really um, an amazing exercise that works. It worked for me. It worked for a lot of my clients. But it really does require you to be continuous, continuously putting the effort um, and understand that you're going to fail. You're going to be failing around it and that's part of the game. You need to fail probably a few times and because you're failing, it one, failing once, it doesn't mean that you're not going to succeed the next day. For a neurological path to be created, you probably need to do it a hundred times. Um, there is different um, theories around habits. Some, some people say it is, is, is a time span. I really believe in repetitions. So if you do it every day for a hundred times, you know, then you, you might already be there three months down the road. If you do it three times a day, well, you might even get there faster. Yeah. So I really think it's, it's really up to you and how much effort you put and how much every time you have a negative thought about your, your work, that you don't push it away, but instead you write it down. Or a negative feeling, write it down. Try to see, pay attention to your thoughts, don't push them away and just be aware of it and, um, 
And then, as I, as, I, as I told you before, look at it, decide if you want to hold on to that belief, hold on to that thought or not. Or you want to change it slightly, look at it objectively and say, well, is that really true? Is that really how the way it is? Or can I, can I have a different thought around the same thing, around the same circumstance? I tell you, this exercise works. If you're conscious and continues and uh, continuously working on it, if you are intentional around it, you really can turn your state of mind around your job around. I'm so excited to have shared it with you. I look forward to hearing your results. If you have any question, come over to, to my website. Um, the link to this um, podcast is chiaracovone.com forward slash podcast forward slash forward slash two um, I will link that in the show notes below leave me a comment there drop me an email in my contact uh, page and I'm looking forward um, for you to become again passionate in your job and for a lot of other things in your life take care and I'll talk to you next week Hey, do you want to succeed at work while living your best life? Great! Then come over to my website, chiaracovone.com, as in C-H-I-A-R-A-C-O-V-O-N-E, and grab a free copy of my morning routine resource. It will get you ready for your best self every day in 20 minutes only. Thank you for tuning in, and I will be talking to you next week. Thank you.